Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Okay, you quit? Okay, I should probably put on headphones so that, so that I know what I... Wait, why don't I hear myself? I, why don't I, oh, I know why. You've been carrying me for years anyway, Hamilton. <laughs> oh, where did it go? You must be exhausted. I am. Hold on. Let me go this way. Now, is anything happening? Is that, can you hear us? No. no. Yeah, I can. Oh. Not loud. No. Maybe I, less is better. Maybe thing, less is more in this case. No, it's never less than more. I, I, I know why. It fell down and I forgot to. Okay. Hi, kids. I know you're hearing me and Jody's going to be that girl. You're making noises when you bend over. Yeah, I know. I'm a old lady now. Okay, so we're not going to hear. Oh, wait. I know why you're not here. <clears throat> Hold on. Take it off. <laughs> Are you going to make a pop sound? Yeah. Let's start over. No. Okay. The kids love it when I scream. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. I think you need to have a come to Jesus moment. No, they find it hilarious because um, I, should, I should never be in control of anything. You're fine now. You should be able to hear now. What were we saying? I don't oh, know. Oh, you were shitting. Oh, I was I what? On uh, Carlson Tucker. Oh, that guy. What's that... his name again? Oh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is his name. All right, ready? You want your intro? He's going to be like a Father Coughlin. He's, that's how he's going to be remembered. At best. At best. At best. Without all the charm. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. My name in lights. It is. Well, it sort of is. Anything interesting happen? Anything? What do you want to talk about? I see you have a whole list of things. Here. <laughs> oh, I know. Thank you, Travis them... Bone, for producing this show. Um, I don't want to talk about Trump fighting the bar to do something with the grand well, jury. Blah, that blah, blah, and blah. Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks. Special counsels going after his. Hasn't anyone liars? been publicly humiliated lately? Not yet. Oh, wait a minute. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. I forgot. I, did, I did not watch that. Okay. Did he, you? Yeah, I just watched it yesterday. Uh, I so liked he's it. talking about it's Chris a good, Rock. It's a good show. It's a little bit, I had a little bit of the same critique I had when I watched Dave Chappelle's big special. And he's obviously been a controversial figure. The trans stuff. I was really, the only way that I was offended. He's a little misogynistic. By Dave Chappelle. Well, Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock? Dave Chappelle. Okay. And I felt much less of that during this show is how little work he put into the material. There like you go. Like it was very lazy. Like he leaned really heavy on technique and not on substance and material. Because like he's the, very the, funny the when he wants good. to be. Well, these guys are professional. They know how to get a laugh out of an audience. They know how to move. They know how to make pause. I mean, they're they're brilliant at it. These. Are, I mean, if you're talking about Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, you're talking about two of the ten probably most talented stand-up comedians in the world, and two of the biggest 
maybe three of the last 10 years. Well, we saw Dana Carvey, by the way. His sons were performing at the Laugh Factory in um, uh, Burbank. And it's so a- he, he was like just there. And then he got up on stage and was riffing. He was probably, you know, testing out some new stuff. And then somebody yelled, you know, do church lady. And I, he was just on it because he... It's so funny because if you look at a guy like Dave, Dana Carvey, a guy like Mike Myers, both extraordinarily talented, but Dana... Uh, Mike Myers hit on a couple characters that really captured the imagination of him, and Dana Carvey's didn't. And he, it could have just as easily been one of his characters. That movie he made with all the, the goofy ones, that was a complete bomb. If that movie had taken off or the Dana Carvey show had taken off, they made a documentary about it, he'd have that massive career. Not that he doesn't have a good career, not that he isn't respected. And watching but Mike, Myers, him- Mike Myers is a different level. And Dana Carvey is a super talent. And yes, and for stand-up, I don't know how Mike Myers does for stand-up because I don't think he he's is. He's not a stand-up. He's, he's a comic a sketch, actor. He's a sketch comedy actor. He's a sketch comedy writer. Dana's on both. Dana is. He was. It was amazing to watch him. And his sons weren't bad. One mm. of them was better than the other because you know it is. Nobody's. What it exi- is. You can't cut a sandwich exactly. And half. have the last name to try to do the th- same thing that your dad's doing is really difficult. Um, uh, it's like insane because you got that. I mean, it's like you're LeBron James's kid. <laughs> it's kind of like not quite, but I mean, Dana Richard Carvey was never the LeBron James. But it's of, like of Richard comedy. Pryor's children. Yes, but they're not uh, comedians. Rain is his daughter. Rain. I think she's a singer. She's also she also did stand up for a minute. And a okay, half. Um, but getting back to Chris Rock, I mean, it wasn't it. The writing was not as I hate to say lazy, but lazy as the, as the Dave Chappelle special. Even though Dave Chappelle was very funny, and I agree with a lot of his stuff, sadly. Um, that he can make jokes about it. It's okay to make jokes about things. Um, he went deep. I mean, Chris Rock went deep. Like, he didn't pull any punches at all. Like, he unloaded. And um, Well, he was upset. And about there the- was some good writing in it, and it was funny. I mean, but he leaned very, very hard on, tech, on technique and his voice, because Chris Rock has that hilarious voice. He does. Sometimes about being a comedian, if you look at someone like who I don't think is particularly funny, like Wanda Sykes, for instance, who I like her better as a comic actress than as a stand-up comedian. I like her. She looks funny, and she's got that funny voice. So you're 90% of the way to a laugh if somebody looks funny and sounds funny. You know what I mean? And... Um, so Chris Rock has that going for him, but it, I recommend it highly. And, yeah, uh, I haven't like, seen it. I've I've seen he, people he did, talk about he it. Murders Will Smith. That's <laughs> what Jada, I and heard. Jada, and Jada Pinkett. And it also it's, it's like and they have it coming. Certain people are upset because he went for Jada, who was not the person that slapped him. So and she didn't tell him to go. He went on his own. That was a whole I'm a man thing. Trust me, it was. She didn't say that. She was like, I get the. I, I just get the. Sometimes you know your your inner viscera tells you what you think about a person. A person creeps you out, or a person's this, or a person you can just tell they're nice. I just get the sense that she's not a nice person. I could she be may or may wrong. not be. I don't, I don't. I've never met her, and I know. Like I've, the way she looked at Will Smith after Chris Rock made that very, very anodyne joke about you know, well, GI, claims, GI Jane. It was uh, like she said, "Sick him." Well, also, whether he knew or not that she had alopecia. Is it vastly? I didn't, and she had little hair follicles all over her head, like she shaved her head, which it you don't like have. It looked like she shaved. If you have alopecia, you look like Patrick. Your head looks like Patrick Stewart. Well, no, I mean, and you have no eyebrows. Well, no, I mean, alopecia affects you in different ways. Well, she had a very, very smooth head of what looked like a shaved, very smooth-looking shaved head. Well, she I mean, still looks great. She well, because she was on the Oscars, so you're gonna make sure you look good, Whatever and you're gonna make is, sure you no look idea. like you have eyebrows. I mean, you're gonna make sure what you look like 
is because you're on television. Her husband had I been mean, nominated. I mean, you simply made a joke about someone having a shaved head. You don't get punched in the face for that. And that was more than a slap. I would call it a smack. And you it smacked was. him in the head. He, I agree with you on that. And I was like, is this a bit? We all is, thought. Is, that's a slap. No, he. It was, it was a thunk. We thought uh, when I was watching it, because Lonnie was in the bedroom and he I was- played Muhammad Ali. I mean, are you kidding me? Nobody asked me to audition Muhammad Ali. I paid Pookie on New Jack City. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, is when that happened, I thought it was a bit because these are two comedic actors. No, I, I could tell by the blow, the way his head reacted, that he had hit him and there was just a moment just happened. But everybody was like- In shock. Did, did I see what I – and I walked into the bedroom because Lonnie was in bed and I was watching it live. And I'm like, I Well, once think... he started screaming, get your yeah, then that wife's was, name then... out of your effing mouth. It was like, oh, oh this guy's real. having a, 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 moment. a breakdown. A moment. And, uh, an event, you would call it. And then I said to Lonnie, I said, I think I just saw Will Smith smack Chris Rock on purpose and it seems weird. Um, but by the same token, I mean – I don't think he knew that she had alopecia. I never knew. I mean, I think it, she talked even about it. Even if he did, you don't batter somebody. No, in you do. When they that. have a hair issue, you don't bring it up. But my point is, you don't punch somebody in the face as a result. I agree with that. That was the wrong reaction to it. And that was about. And by the way, Demi Moore, Demi Moore was gorgeous and great in GI Jane with hair or without. She did. And so it's like it was kind of a compliment in a sense because it was nothing. It was a, it was as mild of a a slap a in sla- the face. A critique, uh, uh. a joke of being made at your expense as you could possibly hope right. for. Right. And so I think he took it more seriously than she did because yeah, she looked I, I I'm sorry, she just strikes me as a No, c- my my view of her face was like whatever. Her she rolled her eyes. To me, she rolled her eyes. It was darker than that to me. Mm, Maybe so. in retrospect, I proje- I'm projecting what I saw A man saw would do for the lady that he's no, trying I'm to project? No, I'm projecting what I saw in her eyes. Yeah, that, see, that I just saw... That might be in retrospect. I just, also, I know, the, I know the history of their relationship. And he also commented on that on at the show. I thought the best joke would have been at least, you know, I'm glad her alopecia didn't affect her beard. That's great, right? <laughs> That's yeah, great. that would have been another punch in the face. Great, that would right? have been a punch in the face at that point with because a guy who played Everybody Ollie. for 20 years has, has suspected that she's his beard. Well, you Is know what? Is beard a commonly known expression? My mom didn't know what a beard was. Well, it depends on the mom. Okay. Um, and... A beard is a relationship that a homosexual man will be in. Hence, a beard is something that makes you a man. Like uh, Rock Hudson, they, the studio married him to his secretary mm-hmm. because they didn't want people. They wanted to cover the fact that they knew he was a homosexual and that wasn't widely known. And they also do that with gay women. Beards. Yes. Actual men with beards. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. But, but I mean, um, you know. But a, a beard is when a, a homosexual man right. has is in a relationship with a woman to cover for the fact that Elton he is a John. homosexual. Another one. <laughs> Liberace's gay? Who knew? Liberace, who knew? <laughs> who this, could have seen that coming? Who knew? Look, he, the ladies loved him. <laughs> Speaking of Mike Myers. I haven't Myers. seen Austin Powers in a long time, but I, something tells me it still stands up. Oh, it totally does, because it's a period piece. Yeah, well, yes. Well, it's a period piece now on three levels. The year it was made is now a period, and but the year it, they go back to is a period. It was a period piece, so it's going to hold up. The Pussycat something swing wild swingers club. Yeah. I mean, come on. Okay, so you didn't... Oh, this Very one. brave performance, by the way. It was. Florida would require bloggers who write about the governor and legislators, legislators, excuse me, to register with the state. That sounds illegal. That sounds as Orwellian as it. Wait a minute. That's not true. What just happened? 
You're a liar. I am not. That's fake news. No. Oh, it's printed on paper. It must yeah. be true. No, it's literally NBC no, News. Go for it. What does it say? <laughs> There's a bill that Senator Jason Brodja would also require bloggers who write about the state officials to disclose who is paying and how much. Bloggers, yeah, you, not newspapers. Yet yeah, you can have a gun. donate as much money as you want to mm-hmm. a campaign and have it be unknown. Have it be dark money. Well, it's, I can't uh, imagine. Tax. I mean, that. I don't even think this Supreme Court would uphold that. It's such a, an egregious assault on the First Amendment. Uh, his bill, titled The Information Dissemination, if a blogger, blogger, they're very specific. It's you and me, because technically we're bloggers with a podcast, which goes in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, if a blogger posts to a blog about an elected state official, uh, excuse me, a, an elected state officer and receives or will receive compensation for that post, thank you, Patreon, uh, the blogger must register with the appropriate office within five days of the post. It defines elected state officer. Is that officer. the office of go yourself? Pretty much. Uh the office defines itself, the state officer is the governor, lieutenant governor, a cabinet officer, or any member of the legislature. Meaning, all y'alls in Florida that are not Republicans, don't be blogging about those folks. Basically, that. that I mean, that just seems performative. That, that can't cut any First Amendment muster no, anywhere. No, it can't. It's absurd. It, it is completely absurd. Much like Georgia's law that's going to pass, by the way. Is this so they can remove Fawny uh, Willis from her job as well, a prosecutor? Well, any, any prosecutor, but technically just Ms. Willis. No, and this seems like the, the 2000 Bush v. Gore where, yeah, we're making a ruling, but it's just for this one thing and to ignore it for everything else. Oh, no, no, they're not saying that. No, 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 they, because, you know, they want to have control over Atlanta and prosecutions over Atlanta, which is obviously a Democratic, Fulton County, a Democratic stronghold. And a, like this Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, secession thing, does she realize you mean she, the divorce? She didn't yeah. say that. Did she realize that Georgia voted for uh, a Democratic, Democratic president and currently has two Democratic senators she for did. at least the next four years? Yeah, but she was very sly. Like, so where does Georgia go in the divorce? With mom or with dad? Well, it goes with her, okay. whoever she is with the spork feet. Um, because she said literally, like, Democrats can move here, but we're going to have to figure out how y'all mm. can vote. She... Who's going to win the Republican nomination for president? Trump. Hope not. So I hope so. Here's the thing. He lost as the incumbent last time. Yeah. No, he would okay, not win. Think, how, think how, how, how much value there is in being an incumbent running for office. He lost against a former politician who was a private citizen by 7 million votes no, before I mean- the... January 6th insurrection that he fomented. Well, that's by 15 million votes. Well, the thing is, is what it is, is right now he's looking like the front runner. I think that's going to change. You think it's going to be DeSantis? You think more people are going to come to the race? I mean, I'm I'm sure. DeSantis would be horrible for them. He's the Scott Walker. Well, remember remember the hype on Scott Walker? He had fought back the unions and this, and he was going to ride that wave of anti-liberal, this is before the word woke, whatever. And he was like the rock star in the party. People were scared of him. And DeSantis reminds me of him. And he literally evaporated. Yeah, but he's Scott Walker. Had the one crazy eye. No, no, I remember what he looks like. He's uh, There's something more more Trumpian about DeSantis that he's been able to refine in a way that's less repulsive. And I don't mean not repulsive. I just mean... Less repulsive. He's a repulsive guy. Let's let's be clear about that. 
But, uh, you know, I think the chances of Trump not running this all the way to the finish line, whether it's as an independent or as, as Oh, the, he'll uh, go as an independent. It's almost like we want DeSantis to win and Trump to run as an independent. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, absolutely. It's, it's Scorpion and the Frog. Scorpion and the Frog. Yep. Why'd um, you bite me? But no, I mean, the bill would literally require people in Florida, I assume only in Florida. Okay, I was born and raised in Florida, and very, very few people pronounce Florida like that. It They're was New more Yorkers. back then because it was all the old grandmothers who lived on the beach. Like, Florida. Like, you know, South Beach. By the way, it was just called Miami Beach back then. There was no South Beach. You know, like, it's like a, that's like Sobe. Like, it's a cool thing, like like Soho or whatever. Um, and everybody's grandmother lived there. Florida. Yeah. That's how I to, know how it sounds. Because I'm old. You went to Wolfie's on 23rd Street yeah. and, uh, and A1A, I think. It was a fantastic. They put the pickles on the table, and uh, oh, you get a delicious tongue sandwich on rye. Oh, I used to love that when I ate meat. I loved well, a tongue sandwich. I didn't know what it was when I was five. <gasps> I just thought that's what they called it. I mean, most people have not eaten tongue. Probably they're just put off by the the fact that it's cow tongue, but it tastes very similar like corned beef. Yes, very similar. You probably couldn't tell the difference. No, it, it's very similar. And I remember the first time I had it was in Pennsylvania, actually. Yeah, we ordered that like it was just an, another deli. It meat. was a meal. It was something By the way, eat. when I was a kid, there were a lot of deli platters in my house. A lot of mustard and a lot of rye. I didn't eat any mustard, but it was really? a lot. I didn't even eat mayonnaise. When I was a kid, I had no condiments. I had the plainest palate. If I ordered salad, I just ate the lettuce. I got a hamburger with, with no cheese and no ketchup. I could eat ketchup on French fries. I couldn't eat it on a hamburger. Actually, oh. I didn't even eat it on the on French fries. French fries are for me mustard now. Okay, I could. I don't eat yellow mustard. I can't eat yellow mustard. It's really yummy. I can eat like uh, what's the other kind? That kind. Like, like uh, uh, the expensive kind. The ground. The uh, like, Goldens. No, Dijon or the oh, okay. the spicy kind of mustard. What the, was the thing that that's the chunky? The expensive people. Uh, uh, can you pass the Grey Poupon? Grey Poupon. Is that what you can eat? By the way, one of the greatest campaign. Can I tell ad- you a funny advertising story? Campaigns of all. I'll be the judge of how funny it is, but you can tell me a story, and then afterwards, if you'd like, I can assess. I can assess the humor in it. So my father, <laughs> as soon as he could afford a Rolls Royce. <laughs> oh no. But as soon as those commercials came out, he the first time he could afford a Rolls Royce, I was a baby girl, and because he did well as a producer, and years once those commercials started, he bought a jar of Grey Poupon and put it in his glove box. Okay. For years, he bought another one, put the same jar in the glove box. Right? It was just the jar just went with. Was this like an inside joke? The car, yeah, and. Eventually, he was stopped at uh, the Bel Air West uh, on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. That to the oh, he was waiting for another Rolls Royce to pull up. No, he was stopped at a light. <laughs> okay, because he was always oh, waiting. Somebody was going to ask him. <laughs> Excuse me, can I have some? Grape and he had his top down. He had a corniche at the time, so the top was down. It was summer, and this Rolls Royce pulls up, and nobody asked, but Dad pulls it out and goes, "Would you like some Grey Poupon?" I bet they took it. And the guy. Just started laughing to the point where my dad went through the light to go home, mm-hmm. and the guy was still just laughing. Got it. Stopped at the light. I thought you were going to say somebody was going to pull up to him and kind of snarkily, funnily, because the thing, excuse me, can I have some Grey Poupon? No, but <laughs> dad went, Would you like some Grey Poupon? See, funny. My dad we, was funny. We didn't have a Rolls Royce when I was a kid, but I remember. No. We did have Cadillacs. By the way, this was like in the 70s, so even Mercedes, like, no, like in Temple. All the cars lined up to pick the kids were Cadillacs. Like nobody owned Mercedes because it, it was still well, close. Obviously, it was close enough to them. Like people, Jews are are all about Mercedes now. But back then, it was too close to the war for Jews to buy oh, Mercedes. Volkswagens never. But I remember uh, 
we were going to visit a, a good friend of my dad's who lived in Gables Estates, which was the nicest area of Gables by the Sea. It was like the Bel Air to Beverly Hills. Right. And uh, a Bentley was pulling out. And back in the 70s, Bentleys and, and oh Rolls Royces were identical, they except were. for the ostentatious hood ornament. Right. And I asked my dad what the car was, and he told me what it was. And he goes, David, <clears throat> he goes, David, Bentleys are for people who are so rich, they don't care that you know they own a Rolls Royce. Exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And now I'm seeing, by the way, the new Rolls Royces, they have suicide doors. And I'm mm-hmm. just, oh, if I could afford one. They have like SUVs now. Like well, I like the suicide up. doors, like the, the luxury no, ones. I remember that. Like the Cadillacs used to, not the Cadillacs, the, uh, I think the, the Continentals. Yes, they did. But the new Rolls is, I actually saw a woman um, in our neighborhood with a just a two-door, <clears> mind <throat> you, mm-hmm. and a suicide door for the driver's wow. side. I'm like, oh. Is that easier to get out? I think so. Because you step forward as opposed to back. Yeah. That's cool. But you can still like, you know. If you get sideswiped, you get your, you get your leg taken off. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> Better check that mirror, just, kids. It's so cool. And then the news rolls is that I've seen driving in the neighborhood. And I only live in the Valley, kids. I can't even imagine what's going on in Beverly Hills. Um, the suicide doors. I mean, just come on. That's just the coolest thing. You got the back back. We're going off the rails here, by the way. I know. Uh, we've totally gone off the rails. Off the rails. Norfolk Southern had another train derailment. I know. We're hearing and very Pete little Buttigieg, about that. Um, his fault. Completely his fault. Completely. Well, 100%. Wait a minute. The NTSB isn't under the authority no, of the uh, Department no. of Transportation. No. Um, I wish these people would crack a fucking book for a change. Wait, what? I wish these people would crack a fucking book. Oh, no. I heard that. But I'm saying to them. But like, you know, everybody immediately like throwing Pete Buttigieg under the train. Like it's exactly. his fault. And um, by the way, the, the I mean, not that Trump didn't roll back a ton of rail regulations. The specific issue that they had with this collapse was not the result of one of his things. You are but correct. The, the next one might have been. So let's you know, we're not, we can't be them. We can't just be loose with facts. We I'm just with can't you. be accusing people of I nonsense. I am with you. If we post, if you know, if one of our friends posts something that's like that People Magazine article with Trump saying, I'd, you know, Republicans are so stupid. If I ever ran for president, I'd run as a you know, Democrat, I'm sure you've seen that before. Oh, yeah. It's false. I mean, don't, we can't be them. Now, we can fight as hard and nasty as them, and we need to start doing that. I agree. Which is why I think we should have recess appointed uh, a uh, Supreme Court justice. Merrick Garland, maybe? Yes. And, uh, but like, that's beneath us to, to, you know. To be those guys. To get involved in a, a ruse with it some is. shenanigans. Shenanigans? That aren't illegal. You call shenanigans? Mischief. You call it shenanigans? A little folderol. <laughs> Oh, say okay. So, did you watch any of the BS that Tucker Carlson posted? I have, I saw a little clip of it. I mean, I don't even think his viewers believed it. I hope you're right. <clears throat> well, because every we've seen a million clips of it. It's like you know, I'm watching. I'm like, okay, this is in the the first ten minutes of it, and you just kept cutting around different clips of the first five minutes before the people outside stormed in. Everybody saw what went on inside that building. Everybody saw the screaming. Every saw, but he saw the officer being crushed in the door. Everybody saw, you know, the guys with the guns out being chased down the hallways. I mean, just because you cherry picked 10 minutes at the very, very beginning, it's like showing an empty stadium because the game hasn't started yet. Or the bank robber just walked into the bank. He didn't hurt anybody yet. No, I don't I don't know what becomes of someone like him. I guess he gets the sweat. Did nobody even buy? People buy Lean Cuisine. Nobody buys even Swanson Foods anymore. Swanson Hungry Man Dinners anymore, do they? I don't know. They Swanson might make other owns things. Fifty other things. Yeah, too. They, it's like Pepsi. I mean, well, they might own be like so Procter many things. Gamble. Who knows? You know, I mean, Pepsi. <laughs> if you look at there's, they're still airing an old Super Bowl commercial Tucker with Eli. Tucker Carlson and, is the heir to the Swanson frozen food fortune. If yes. you didn't know that, 
He's very wealthy without his really nice paycheck. Um, or his stock options. Who would have thought, I mean, I thought he was a, a, a default, like a holding. What do you? I thought they were just sticking a pin in that until they found somebody to replace uh, Bill O'Reilly. Like I didn't think Tucker Carlson was going to step up and do better than Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly was there. Rachel Maddow. He's the guy that carried that network. He was the eight hundred pound gorilla. And I thought, you know, they were just trying out hosts until they found their go and go. So when he was on MSNBC, I remember with the bow tie. With the bow tie, he learned from Rachel. If you watch how they do their A block, especially when they talk about it, she'll laugh at certain times. He will do the same. Their cadence. He learned Mm -hmm. from her how to do this folksy kind of – and she's folksy. I love Rachel. But she's folksy. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. She's a very smart person. She's a master. She's very, very good at her job. She's also a truth teller versus a liar. Well, I was watching Russell Brand on... Oh, my God. It was a little frustrating. I used to be a huge Russell Brand fan. He's I got, was, too. I'm, I'm just... wondering if, it, if this is a money thing or he's kind of being wormholed a little bit. But he's obviously very, very smart guy. But for him to make that false equivalency... I know. I don't give a sh- how big Lawrence O'Donnell is or Nicole Wallace is or Rachel Maddow is, who's the, the 800-pound gorilla of that network. If they had done this... If it had come out that they had done the same thing... That Tucker and Sean and Laura had done, Rachel Maddow would have been fired the Absolutely. next day. Of course. Chris Cuomo was fired for one tenth of that. Exactly. Maybe you should have been. Yeah. I'm, you know, and I'm not even sure you should have been. You know, your brother, your idol, you look up to your whole life and want some advice on how we should handle a difficult legal situation. What are you going to do? Not give it to him? You know, I like Chris Cuomo. I mean, I, I get that he's there's a corniness to him or whatever, but Rachel Maddow. One of the most important people in the cable news universe, they would have fired her within 24 in hours. In a minute. It's not the same thing. I agree. You are correct, sir. And the fact that... that I still love Get Him of the Greek, though. John, oh, it's a great It's one of my favorite comedy. It's, really it's a funny. masterpiece, it's actually. It's really, really funny. It's a masterpiece of comedy. And his ex-girlfriend was in that movie. Katy his, Perry was in that. Well, that, those were all little cameos. But I think it is one of the great comic performances. Like, oh, put it's on, brilliant. I put it on par with Arthur. Lick, it was one of the, lick. No, struck the very wall. Yeah, but I mean, just the fact that he was a rock star—like you believed it. Like when oh, he got yeah. up on stage and sang, you believed no, it. No, he can sing. Like Lyle Workman produced that that soundtrack. Those songs were brilliant songs. Like you would go see that band in concert. Oh no! And like the dramatic moments around the heroin, like that was a heavy. Those were heavy dramatic scenes. Well, and his character when he's started. Saying, you gotta on... sort me out, man. You gotta get me sorted out here. His character started on forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, which I didn't love forgetting so much. I liked it. It was cute. I, th- I think Get Him to the Greek is one of the most underrated films, not it's comedies, a very good film. of the last 20 years. I, no, I agree and with you. And if you haven't seen it, I promise you, you will be entertained. It's very entertaining. You, I mean, from the opening sequence, African Child video shoot. Like someone had to write that song and produce the video for African Child. He probably did. No, I, th- I think they have other people that do that. I mean, the guy who, uh, it's a very, it's a great director. I can't think of the name. It's not Steve Pink. He did Hot Top Time Machine. Um, I'll think of it in a minute. But uh, worst thing to happen to Africa since uh, apartheid. It's very funny. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. It's very funny. We're it's... doing you a favor, by the way, if you haven't seen Get Him to the Greek. No, it's it's a very, very funny film. And, and I am a fan of his. But watching that Slowly, on Mar, I, I, you know, I'm well, like, I've, really? Well, I've been watching. I, have, I found him on Instagram. And it's getting increasingly. It's like Weirder. Your whole false equivalency thing is. Not good. And yeah. wrong. It's wrong. And he's right about a lot of stuff. And the problem is it kind of, it kind of slathers. When you, when you have these people, like, for instance, what was so infuriating about, like, for instance, I hate to make a hard left turn here. It's okay. But, like, I think trans 
women athletes competing in female sports is just it's I think it's absurd personally. I'd be embarrassed to have to argue it, but we've given them. And by the way, if you're anti-trans, chances F-U are in the a? no. Well, chances are you're probably a homophobe. Chances are you're a xenophobe. Chances are you're uh, a bigot and a racist as well. Mm-hmm. So you get to take this one. We've given them this one issue, which they're valid on and they're right, and they get to slather it over all their other, sh- and and it gives a, a veneer of veracity to all their other garbage and really hatefulness that they believe. And I think it's a huge mistake for us overreaching into that. Okay, anyway. Go ahead. But my point was with Russell Brand was, oh, you, you want to go crazy? Your head's about to explode. You can still, go, let go. No, let I'm loose. just going to, I'm just, boo-boo. people want to hear. Nope, I'm good. I'm not going to be spicy Jody today. This is what people want to fucking hear. Try that better. Effing here. Near. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Okay. I think it's a disgrace. I think it's an embarrassment. It is. And by the way, um, there are very... <laughs> You're trying to regain your composure right now. Really trying. I guess Jody is a fan of trans women competing in women's sports. They yeah. can't see that. They can't hear that face. I know. Um, they Basically, if you get the hormones at the right point in time... You don't. You get it, you get it before. What do you do about eye-hand coordination then? Men have better eye-hand coordination than women, 5 to 7% coordination. They do. You can Google it. It's, it has to do with the way our brains are wired. For some reason, our coordination is a little... That's why women, men are... But I always wondered, why are men better like putters than women in golf? Why are they better pool players? Why are they better at those things that, that don't require strength or aggressiveness or agility? And it's because, obviously, our brains are wired different because we have different organ systems and things like that. And from whatever way... Our, We're different only in hormonal reasons. But my point is, men do have better eye-hand coordination than women. It's not a ton. It's not 50%. It's 5 to 7%. They've measured it. So that's nothing. But what if your, your sport has to do with eye-hand coordination? What if you're a skateboarder? What if you're whatever it is? Ice skater? Yes. Ladies are very good at ice skating. But my point is men have better coordination. You, you, there's no way you can... Now listen, if you want to go back to high school or junior high... And you want to make an argument with me about your prioritizing two things, competitiveness or inclusiveness. You, I, that's a legitimate argument. Like if you want to say you have a girls lacrosse team or a girl, let's say a girls soccer team. I don't know how many girls are on a soccer team. Let's say there's 20. Girls soccer teams right now are better than men's, at least in this country. Against other women. Like in they'd this beaten, country. They'd be beaten by 50 goals against a men's team. I don't know. I do know. I'm how? A, have they I'm a played? I, there's a video online of a male professional soccer player weaving his way through three female professional soccer players and it's embarrassing that being said women's soccer is one of my favorite sports to watch okay it's just you don't need to, like even serena said please don't compare me to men's tennis it's a whole different thing i'm not going to be a men's professional tennis player yeah, she'd be it's really a diff- good though. it's a different she'd sport kick some ass. not against men it's I, I can i'm a sports guy as you know but it, it doesn't diminish how can great serena williams of a tennis player is you know but the point with competitive sports is if you want to say okay we i think it's important especially when you're 14 15 16 years old to feel a part of something to feel inclusive now there are girls that may want to play soccer that aren't going to play at college or professional levels and just want to be part of a team want to enjoy the same thing guys do they want to go to parties they want to they like the outdoor they like the competitive aspect of it they like being on a team they like the esprit de corps of it if you are going to allow say four trans girls Onto a girls' high school soccer team. Which should, doesn't happen. Maybe two. Let's say it's two. Doesn't happen. One. 
you need to expand the roster by one player. I don't think a single female athlete should be excluded from that high school experience. And believe me, I think if there's anything of value being involved, like an NIL deal, like a professional contract, like a scholarship, which could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on the college, I think absolutely not. But I'm not worried about the girl in high school who is trying to get a scholarship to Duke or North Carolina or Florida or whatever it is that have good soccer teams. Because if you're a good enough high school girls soccer player to make a Division One team, you're not losing any time to a trans athlete, I can assure you. That's how good those girls are, if you're good enough to play Division One, But um, I'm certainly willing to have the the argument about whether inclusiveness is more important than competitiveness when you're talking about varsity or junior varsity teams. I just think when things of value are being contested, I think it's completely unfair to, to cisgendered women. Interesting. But it's not unfair to cisgender men, adults especially, who there are trans men who are in way better shape than you. You mean women who have, trans, who have transitioned yes. to men? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are. And there's billions of people in the world. There are people of extraordinary ability. I'm not going to beat Ronda Rousey in an MMA match. I'm not going to beat Serena Williams in a tennis match. I'm not going to beat uh, Michelle Wee playing golf. I mean, you know, there's incredibly talented people of both genders. I'm talking about at the extremes. What are you, are you saying? I, I don't. Are think we not that, allowing think, transgender boys to play in boys' sports? If they can make the team, I guess. So but, we don't have a problem with that. But because have, they don't have a natural competitive advantage is my point, a genetic advantage. That's a straw man argument. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a Dana Goldberg here to help you with this because she knows more trans women than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, I don't even oh, start I'm the so argument to tell you that she's completely wrong. Oh, I'm going to so have her on the show. Please. I will. Because Call her right now. I don't have her number, but I will email Dana, her. Dana, come out and play. play. Come out and play. Yay. And all those guys could not compete against a lot of trans women. Who, who's Dana Goldberg? She is a comedian, by okay. the way. Um, and uh, she's. <laughs> oh, so me. she's not funny either. She's hilarious. Oh, snap. Poo, poo, poo. By the way, we might be shooting this video soon. Are you okay with that? What do I care? Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. All right, so Trump did call for the release of all the January 6th detainees after Tucker aired his BS. Trump called for the release. Okay, good for him. Let them go free now is what. Donald said, um, because every single thing he's doing is just in service of trying to rally his base to the greatest extent possible. It's just, you know, I keep hearing these the charging decisions are imminent. When the fuck are they going to charge him already? What's well, going the on? Georgia thing. I heard imminent two weeks ago. I've been hearing this for four years. Well, but hold on. And you're right. Not four. It's two for the insurrection. Um, and the other things were different, but no, I've been hearing this since 2016 with the, uh, with the, the, Payments to Stormy Daniels. Oh, and that's coming. Alvin Bragg. Hi, Hope Hicks. That's 2016. That's seven years ago already, for those of you counting at home, folks. I know. Hope Hicks has been um, subpoenaed by Alvin Bragg for that. She's gross. She's actually very pretty. I know. Which, which is, makes her grosser. grosser. Yeah, I agree. But she did uh, She did speak to the prosecutors, not a grand jury yet, um, which means they're trying to get lock in her testimony. because she, she wants to spend exactly zero minutes in quarter jail. I agree with her on that. I don't have a problem with her agreeing with that. So she is actually with, uh, and by the way, as much as we want Donald to go to prison for the Stormy Daniels thing, he may not. 
He should go to the jail for the exact amount of time that Michael, Michael Cohen, Cohen went to jail because they I committed agree. the exact crime, except that he was the one that instigated yeah, it. Yeah, he was the puppet master. And Michael just did his job. No, they literally did the exact same thing. No, they yeah. are co-conspirators. Yes. Which means you both did the same crime. Yes. And Michael has also been into... And someone's already been convicted of it. Yes. Did and he convict or did he plead? I think he pled. What? Yeah, he pled. Because he did it. Yes. Um. And uh, But yeah, I mean, not to mention that uh, <laughs> Stefan Passantino? Where do I know that name from? He was a tennis uh, player? No. Ke- Cassidy Hutchinson's first lawyer. Okay. Oh, is he the one that was being paid by Trump that she fired? Because like, wait a minute, you don't have my best interest to heart. You have his. Um, he's, he's facing disbarment, by the way. Um, there's a 22-page complaint against him that was filed yesterday. We hear that word a lot, by the way, disbarment. But think about what that means. That's huge. You can't do your it's job. It's like having your medical license take away. Think about how many years you studied to be an attorney, and that is your advocate. That's that's your profession, and you can't do it anymore. Ever. All those nights when you spent ten hours oh. in front of a textbook reading the most difficult, dense, obtuse stuff, and having to memorize it and understand it, and, and take a it. test for it. Yeah. Like a huge test. And then the bar. That's the big oh, test. Oh, by the way, you're out. Yeah. And so the uh, is a 22-page complaint filed yesterday with the D.C.'s uh, Board of Professional Responsibility. <laughs> they this must s- have to do with her testimony. No, they Cassie said— Cassie Hutchinson's testimony. It has to do with what he told her to do. Well, my point is she—her testimony of him telling her— Oh, yeah. she's—trust yeah. me, she's going to be questioned on this. Uh, the board has accused him of subordination of perjury, obstruction of justice, well, witness tampering, said, and bribery. You know, they don't remember. They don't know what you can recall or don't recall. Of course, and so that's subordinating perjury. He's saying if you recall something that they have no way of knowing whether you do or not, you don't have to tell them. And that is yes. But the big problem is, is basically he bribed her. He said, "If you do what I'm telling you, is there a job situation or something?" Uh huh. In Got Trump it. world, and that's when she went. Wait, what? Wait, what? And then when he was first told, when she was first told that he was her lawyer, he didn't tell her who was paying him. I mean, she had to know. No, she just said. Who did uh, she think was paying him? She wasn't. He would not initially disclose who was paying for him. And then he sought to influence her. And that's weird from the get go. And there are other lawyers. I don't say get go a lot. You don't. You don't. It's probably the first time I've ever said get go. You might have said get go, but never get go. Um, No, she said said his advice to say little to the panel was accompanied by assurances that she would get a really good job in Trump world. I mean, they can't stop criming these people. I know. It's like that's all they're about is criming in the criming, criming part. What happens to somebody like Sidney Powell? Oh, she's losing her license. But I mean, you know, how does she even go out in civilized society? I mean, oh, do we want to talk about CPAC and that nobody showed up? We can talk about that. <laughs> well, I have stuff on that too. Who like, do we have more? Nobody wanted to be caught dead there, except for um, and Match Laugh. You know what I love when I was watching? Uh, they they brought the Match Laugh thing, and they talked about him. You know, is the accusations against him for sexually harassing a staffer? You mean penis pummeling? Stop. That's what he did. No, he pummeled a penis. Stop. He was not allowed to do that. I can't hear the word penis one more time. Penis, Ah! penis, penis. (laughs) I was watching MSNBC cover it and or, yeah. Yeah. And they did not mention that it was a male that he sexually harassed. It's like, you know what? We don't don't need to uh, make this 
seem more scurrilous or it's more it's not more degrading because it's a male it's a, he's accused of sexual assault and that's it it's not relevant that the person that he assaulted was a male or a female in is. terms of the news, they, they, he wasn't the story. They were just saying how the event's been tarnished because one of the, the founders and the people running it has been recently accused of sexual assault. Like they didn't need to rub it in your face. Like if it was Fox like News, like they weren't penis punnelling like, like, you. Like if it was Fox News, they'd say you know because he you know he he was molesting tappa, tappa, a, a gay you know a gay tryst because to their audience that's more salacious and, and depraved. Yeah. Well, I mean, the but fact I mean, I appreciated the fact that it was like. It's a sexual assault. It's bad whether it's against a man or a woman. Oh, it's totally bad no matter who it yes. is. Absolutely. And Nick Fuentes <laughs> was escorted out of CPAC. For being too Nazi-ish or not Nazi-ish? Yeah. Too racist and too much of a Nazi. You have to be really bad. And then his retort was, well, at least I didn't you know, pummel a penis, basically. So, so he, he goes, went to the depraved. He went to the, oh, at least I'm not a predator, sexual predator. A gay sexual predator. Exactly. So It's not like people didn't know Matt Schlaff was... Can you say light in the loafers? Schlap. Can you say light in the loafers? Have you met his wife? <laughs> Mercedes. Uh, she, I mean, she has to know. It has to be a marriage of convenience. It's got to be, she's his beard, maybe. She might be. Um, but it's like anybody that's got, you know, Gadar with even 5% of its power still working could tell you that Matt Schlaff is not a heterosexual male. You mean like Michelle Bachman's husband? God. Dude, that guy was gay. <laughs> Can you say They're that? They're in a gay marriage. Can you say that? They're in a gay marriage. Oh, is she gay too? No. He's gay. Got it. Wait, I don't know if she... She could be. Another poor lady gets migraines, so I hope that... Is she, God, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah. Bachman Palin Overdrive is what I used to call them. Palin. God, she couldn't even win a, a Democratic... A Republican House seat in Alaska well, where she'd been governor. She's Sarah Palin. Um, so Ivanka... Our favorite. What she did? What did she do or not do? She threw her family under the bus. By telling the truth to. No, she uh, broke with um, Donald's defense in the fraud case. You know how he's trying to push it for six months. The fraud case. Which fraud case? Uh, uh, Letitia <laughs> James. Exactly. It's the one. That... Oh, the election fraud in Georgia. No, 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 no. Letitia James in, oh, New, in York. New York. Oh, the fraud of the money, uh, the money. money laundering and stuff. Um, so according to uh, Eric Larson from Bloomberg News, um, Ivanka's lawyer has argued that the case is, quote, not simple. Uh, unquote, because she left the Trump organization in 2017 and has a unique defense because she's not been accused of lying about the company's finances, which is true. She has not been accused. The complaint does not contain a single allegation that she directly or indirectly created, prepared, reviewed, or certified any of her father's financial statements. And then the document alleges that other individuals were responsible for those takes, meaning her brothers and her father. <clears throat> Who else? There's only five people that were working there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a two very... people in the elevator and one of them farts. They can't blame the other one. I mean, it's, it's literally like, that know, small a company. two people in the elevator. It's literally that company is super... And Ivanka Trump apparently wasn't the one who farted. Yeah, and she's like, she has her own money. Well, no, they have more money than he does now. Yeah. They got $2 billion in their uh, 
sovereign wealth fund that got pumped in by MBS for covering up his murder. Well, and and MBS is basically the two billion dollars that he's oh made. and bailed him out for two billion dollars in the five 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 park six 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 park a billion Ave- I believe six 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 Fifth Avenue it was a billion for that. But the 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 money that he's getting for the two billion yeah. is twenty million dollars a year. Million balloon payment a year. It's a big fucking balloon. And then she got all those Chinese patents and made. The two of them made it $600 million. $640 million during their eight years in office. S- uh, four. Oh, that's right. Four. And people, it seemed people like are a- losing their shite over, uh, what's his name's $50,000 job with Burisma. Yeah. Hi, baby girl. What do you seek from me? Um, <laughs> so while she's doing that. I would love to see a documentary on Hunter Biden's laptop. Like what, what's really true and what's really false? Like the idea that he'd leave anything with valuable information in a mall. He wouldn't. You're not allowed to access the information. You can access the hardware. You can't access the software. It's illegal. This this goofball that works in a mini mall has access is one degree of separation from Well, Rudy I mean, you Giuliani. get a password to... Like, like, you yeah, drop off you, your thing. You leave you your password. Yeah. But, Which means software and everything but how is about, let's, available. Let's, let's let us know what is true and what is false. If he committed a crime, throw him in jail. I don't care. Uh, same here. And he is being investigated for that by the Justice Department, um, and st- and has been for years. And it's like and there was a tax evasion thing. He's uh, been investigated, and don't know if he has to worry about that or not. But I mean, girl. he's played his uh, his family card to the highest advantage, no doubt well, about it. A lot hi. of people do. Most people do. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day, um, Alan Funt's son. Oh my God. For those of you that don't know who Alan Funt is, he is the original host of the original Candid Camera. Yes. Which was a hugely successful show. Oh, it was in so funny. And it was it was better than any of the reality shows you've ever seen in your life because it was hilarious. Uh, for good and it was it was punked, but not as scary. No, it was more sixties lighthearted housewife. It was kind adorable. Of stuff. Adorable show. And so Mr. Funt um, emailed me about something and I'm like are you Alan Funt's kid? And he goes, yes, I am. F-U-N-T? Yes. And I, and I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and then we were talking about, you know, being children of famous people. I said, we, he goes, we had this weird thing. And I said, yeah, but our parents said, don't use our names. We were raised mm-hmm. to do it on our own. Whereas the kids today. Like if your last name was Burnett, a lot of people would, would pay attention different. to that. Different than, yeah. and I said, hey, my last name is Hamilton, so I don't have the mm-hmm. the thing that you have. Like I said Emilio that, Estevez. Well, the or uh, well, Good Estevez is not a sheen, but yes, eventually we because he but looks I mean, like you know, his dad. Whatever you may think of Emilio Estevez, he's a very very talented guy. He's very talented and sweet. And um, Kiefer Sutherland's a very talented guy. I remember before he got caught up in the whole twenty four action thing, which was still fine. I watched the show and I liked I it. I love that show. He's a very talented. Like a lot of these second generation people, because I grew up around. Talent? Not just talent, but artistic sensibility. The idea that there's a nobility in it. You don't have to learn it. You, you're born with it. Well, I mean, the DeLuise kids. I was, my sister did, Carrie did a thing with um, uh, one of the DeLuise children, and we were out one night, and he goes, Well, you have it like I do. And I'm like, No, we don't. Our last name's Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And you look like Peter, your dad. Right? Uh, not Peter. It was uh, his younger brother. Like, Peter, I, don't, I don't think Peter was on. Peter was on 21 Jump Street. That's right. People don't remember how big Dom DeLuise was and how funny he was. Hilarious. Great movies with Burt Reynolds. Oh, my God. He was one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Yeah, Dom DeLuise is really special. Patreon, I'll tell you a story about Dom DeLuise. Um, but his like Jackie Gleason. Where are the Jackie Gleasons? <laughs> but I mean, the Nepo babies now, which is what I am as a Nepo baby. Do you think more or less than 50% of people under the age of 50 know who Jackie Gleason is? That's a tough one. Yeah. That's anyway, tough. Nepo baby, go. No, but the, the Nepo babies, they're blaming 
children of like Lorraine Newman's daughter is on Hacks, right? Totally yes. not the same last name. Same last name. I, Hannah Einbinder. Yeah, like, but her mom is super proud of her. I'm sure, she should be. And she's very good, and she's being groomed. Groomed. That's the wrong word. She's being taught by be one of the funniest. Being one developed, of the funniest, it means being developed into something. Don't exactly, let them hijack the entire one language. One of the funniest human beings on the planet is Jean Smart. She's hilariously funny. she's one of the funniest. She's one of the most she's talented. She's very, very funny. I've seen her in a few comedies, and she's bright. She's just a fantastic actor. I took a sign language class with her and her son years ago, and I'm like... You're like American Sign Language? Uh, no, it was ASL? a little bit. I mean, I was trying to relearn it. Okay, got it. And so my friend Laura and I went to this class, and she and her son were... And I'm like, that's Jean Smart. And her it was only like... Her son was in Mistress. With Robert, did you ever see the movie Mistress? Yes. Brilliant. Yes. Just brilliant. And she's an amazing actor. She's very funny. Oh, season two, Fargo. She plays the matriarch of a Minnesota crime family. She's brilliant. She is really. And oh, it season, was just. By the way, if you're not down with Fargo and you think, oh, why did they made a TV? They made a movie, TV show out of the movie. The show, especially the first two seasons, are a masterpiece. And it's not the it's it's the same tone and texture. It's not the same story. Of course, it's not. different characters. So it's an anthology every season with that same kind of right. Minnesota kind of North Dakota North feeling. North Dakota because it. it's Fargo. Sure. You know, it's Fargo. It's not Minnesota. And uh, it's really special. Oh, you it's know what? Great. Watch episode one, season one. It's got Billy Bob Thornton and Martin Freeman, who I knew nothing about, and is a genius. Uh, if you're not if you don't like episode one, it's not for you. But it's almost like the first episode of Ozark. There you you're, go. You're either oh, in or you're yeah. out. Totally. And it, it hits you over the head like a steel pipe. It does. It absolutely does. So we'll talk more about that. Hold on. There we go. Oh, not that music. Oh, yeah. Then we do Patreon. Okay. Remember? Thank you for listening to... People Very pay busy. us for this. Very busy. People pay us for this. A whole dollar a month for this. And we might be doing videos soon. Since uh, sketches are almost gone, that. I'm gonna want a buck fifty for that. It'll be five bucks a month. Okay. for that, and we'll talk to you all about that. Hi, if you need help, get it. There is no shame. And John, F- you sure? There's no shame. John Fetterman, bless him, is. Getting, but he's being shamed. He shouldn't be. By but by asshole. You can say that. Holes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Mr. Fetterman, Senator Fetterman, excuse me, um, did the right thing. And, and you know what? Ricky Beatty talked about it all the time. And Apparently, depression goes with strokes. 50% of people that have strokes, serious strokes, also deal with depression afterwards. Heart attacks, too. Clinical depression. It's yeah. a thing. It's a huge thing. So if you need help, get it. There is no shame in it, no matter what Tucker Carlson or others tell you. And, and by the way, it's not like we're holding onto the seat, like we're propping up like it's a weekend at Bernie's. Pennsylvania is an electoral, is a special election state, not a gubernatorial appointment state. So it's not like, you know, he can resign and we can appoint uh, a, uh, a Democrat there. Well, we can't. And, and he will vote. I mean, he's not incapacitated. No. He's just doesn't, bummed. He's bummed out. Rightfully so. All right. So um, Patreon kids, now that we've talked a long time after that, um, I will bleep the um, F that you said because it was before that. We will talk at everybody else next week with Sean, who will be here because there was a cattywampus this week. So this past week. Does so. that mean a ruckus, a confusion, a, a foobar? It was a foobar. All right. We'll talk at you guys next week.